Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, lovely friends. Thank you so much for coming back to listen to the Manage My Wedding podcast, episode 92. Today, I want to cover all the items you need to take with you to that final appointment with your venue. And then next week, I'm going to follow up with that and provide the information that you need to give to them as well. It's way too much information for just one episode. So make sure you've got a pen and paper ready to take notes on these ones. Now, I was actually bringing out this episode last week, but then I felt that this episode could wait because I was feeling so much stress from bridal couples about COVID affecting their wedding plans and they just didn't know what to do or what was going to happen with their wedding. So last week I released an episode that helps you create backup plans for no matter what situation. I recommend you go back and listen if you didn't, no matter how far away your wedding is, if it's a month away or two, three years away, whatever stage you're at, because this that episode will truly help everyone. And having a backup plan already organized is just so much less stressful. So when the time occurs and if something is to happen and you've got to go back to that backup plan, it's there, it's ready to go instead of just trying to work it out at the time, which is really hard to do when you're stressed out and not thinking logically. So if you haven't heard that one, I really suggest you go back and, and, and create a backup plan no matter how far away your wedding is. Now, today, let's chat about that final appointment because it's good to know ahead of time what you need to have at that final appointment. You know, often venues are just so busy dealing with other weddings and other events before yours, so you may not always know what is needed early enough. Plus, in this episode and next week, I'm going to help give you some extra tips that will have you really organized and help the day run smoothly without you being bothered for information because there's nothing worse than being interrupted by the venue while you are dancing your little heart out and you have to step aside out of the noise to, you know, answer questions for the venue because it's something you haven't already covered in that final meeting. But first, let's talk about in this episode the items that you need to take with you. Firstly, toasting glasses. Now, some people aren't that worried about having them. Some people like to have them. Some people like to use their parents or their grandparents' toasting glasses or just some special glasses that were in the family. Or some people take this as an opportunity to go and get some really beautiful glasses that, you know, have Swarovski crystals in them or are, you know, just made by beautiful crystal or whatever it is that you love. And it's something then you can use to celebrate forever together. Another thing is to take with you is maybe a cake knife if you're having a cake. Some people, again, they might not be bothered about this one, but if there's a special one in your family that your mom, your mum and dad had at their wedding and then it was used for your, for your birthday, you know, just go back and check with them and ask them if these things exist in the family. I know that my best friends bought us beautiful toasting glasses and a beautiful Vera Wang cake knife as well. And they were used at our engagement party 
and at our wedding. And then we've used them since at our daughter's birthdays. So, you know, it's been really nice to have that. And it's something traditional that we can then pass on for generations to come. You can take with you to this final appointment cake bags or boxes. Sometimes the cake might not just be served on a platter or it might not be individually served to guests, or there might be going to be some left over and some people don't eat it on the night. So have some cake bags or boxes available because the venues don't have these in stock. Sometimes they might have a a few left over from another wedding, but often they still don't have them. Another item, number four, this is number four, signage. Now that could be ceremony signage, reception signage. That could be signage that points guests to where locations of things are. It could be signage for guests to know what to do with the guest book and how they need to fill that in. So all different types of signage. Fifth item is favours or as some people call them, bonbonniers, if you're having those. So if you're giving the guests an individual little gift each or a couple gift, take those with you to the final appointment. Some people don't want to have, give the guests each something. Some people might instead have a lolly station and the guests can go and help themselves and take a bag of lollies home. But you've got to hand over whatever those things are at that final appointment. Number six is thank you gifts for those who have helped. So we have a selection of greeting cards for this purpose on the Manage My Wedding online store. So you can go to managemywedding.com and check them out. Sometimes you may only need a card to thank someone for doing something to help. Like someone may have just handed out the service booklets and you might just want to write them a little note to thank them. Or someone might have been put in charge of you know, making sure everyone was on the bus before it left and you might want to write them a thank you card. But obviously if they did more than you may like, then you may, obviously if they did something much more than that and they have really impacted your day, such as, you know, the MC, that's a big role, then you might like to add a gift with that thank you card as well. And we have thank you gifts I get thank you gift range coming soon, which I'm super excited about. We have bridal party thank you gifts, but we are at the moment creating gifts for other people and especially parents too, because sometimes you want to thank them because the wedding might not have happened if they didn't pay for it. So we're, we're, we're working on that at the moment. But I always suggest you take thank you gifts with you to that final appointment because if you do that, the venue can place them on the table where the guest is going to be sitting. And it's a really nice surprise for when the, that guest sits down and there is a thank you gift for them straight away. Oh, and talking about gifts, I've mentioned this before. So some of you may have already remembered me saying this, take a thank you gift for the wedding coordinator or the floor manager or whoever that person is, because I'm telling you, if you write them a lovely thank you letter to say thank you or, or card or and give them a box of chocolates or whatever it is you want to give them and they get that the day before the wedding, how much better a job do you think they're going to do on the day? They're going to be so grateful for that gift and so appreciative that, you know, they're going to go over and above. So that is a really, really big tip that I cannot recommend anymore. Do it. Do that one. <laughs> Number seven is take your guest book or your guest book alternative. Some people don't like guest books, they have something else. And then take pens and lots of them because, oh, they go missing. People walk off with them or they run out. 
and then you're trying to find pens off the venue and it doesn't match and yeah, it's just you don't want that or people don't fill it in because they can't find a pen. I go through a range of suggestions for alternatives on episode 75. So if you want some guest book alternatives, go go and listen to that one. And you also will take to this appointment if you're having a wishing well or just a box, no, excuse my voice, <laughs> or a gift box that, you know, is for people to put money in, make sure you take that with you on the day too because lots of venues don't have those. Number nine is anything DIY that you might have made that you want to be placed somewhere, take that with you. Number 10 is table numbers and decor for tables if they are setting it up for you. So I know that I made my own table numbers because I had table names instead and because I made those and I didn't really like their table numbers, to be honest. I also bought little silver stands that the table numbers went into. So I took those, you've got to take those with you at that final appointment and explain to them what to do with it. Number 11 is menus. Some people give everyone a menu and some people might only have two menus for the whole table. Either is fine. It's whatever you prefer, but just make sure you take that with you. And then it's also a really good idea dear I've found in the past that I mean some venues actually will do your menus for you but if you want them to match everything you've organized you you'll probably do them yourself but I know as someone who has been a wedding coordinator or worked worked in a venue having them give you those menus is a very important piece because I used to always check what they'd put on the menu and you I'm telling you it has occurred before where I've looked at the menu they've typed up and I'm like, ah, that is not the item that they confirmed with me. Or on the day, the chef's running through the menu and you're like, "Mm, that's not on the menu. So it's a really good opportunity for the menu to like quickly rectify that situation or talk to the bride and groom and say, hey, (laughs) you actually ordered this and this is what the menu says. So yeah, those things can sometimes happen. And then the 12th item, and this is the last one, and I, I'd say this is probably the biggest and the most important item of the things that you need to give them, and that is the seating chart or seating plan along with the place cards or name cards as some of you would like to call them. Now I have a tip here. <laughs> have all those place cards in order for each table in an elastic band or an envelope and then write what table that is on that envelope or on a little note around the elastic band. And with those names, when I say put them in order, put the names in order of who they're sitting next to. Because honestly, if a venue has a tight turnaround time, this can be something that takes them hours because they don't know the names. So they don't know who they're looking for and they can make mistakes and they can accidentally put the guests beside the wrong person. And they they don't mean to do it, but it happens. I remember sometimes bridal couples would just turn up with a box just with place cards thrown in it and that would take me hours honestly hours and you're trying to do the best that you can but you might pick up Sam instead of Samantha or something like that so it's really something that I stress that you do before you get there to really make sure there's no problems. Now, to make this easier, that task, I'm actually bringing out a seating plan guide in the next couple of weeks, and it will help you seat each guest with templates 
that you can hand straight over to the venue, which will avoid any confusion. It will also tell them exactly which guests face the bridal table and who sits behind who. And then all they have to do as the venue is follow your templates. Because honestly, I worked in venues for 20 years and it happens. Venues are busy, they're rushed, and they are giving, you know, name cards without clear guidance and your you know, your mum ends up with her back to you and is the last table that food is served. So this ensures that the best seat for those who are VIPs are given and it also ensures that those who are VIPs get served first as well, especially our parents who have paid. (laughs) Very important. Now, if you want to get this guide when it comes out, then head over to managemywedding.com and make sure you are subscribed through our website. If you are subscribed, then you will always be the first to know and also get the launch discounts that come with launch week. I'm really excited about this planning tool as this is one of the most difficult tasks seating guests. And I basically guide you every step of the way in this guide and I make it easier for you and it will save you hours because seating the guests, is it can be a really tricky task and I help you kind of mitigate that problem. So that is a list of what you need to take with you to the final appointment. I want to make mention here that some venues don't like storing items or they don't have the space. So they may only let you drop off all these items the day prior and some let you drop off the week prior. But check this early in your planning journey so that you can make sure that you have made the time and put it aside in your diary for when you're going to do that with them the last week is busy and it's important that this is, you know, made time for and that you fit it in. Don't just rush in to the venue and dump your stuff and leave. Go through all of the items with them. It's really important. I also try to stress that you ask the venue to actually hand this over to the person who is actually setting up or running it on the day. Like I I think that it's really important that that person that is going to be putting those place cards down or running your event is actually the person that you're dealing with at that final appointment. Sometimes the person you're dealing with who has finalised the menu and your time is, is not the person who sets it up or not the person that's actually there on the day and the information can be missed and then it's not handed over correctly. So ask for that right person to be at this appointment. Some venues might be cringing hearing me say this, but, you know, it's, I think it's critical. And it's also a good opportunity now for you to ask them that question of, you know, are they going to be there, the person there on the day? If not, who's it going to be and can you they be at that appointment? So you can probably tell I know a little bit about the venue side of things. Obviously, that comes with working in venues all my life. But that is honestly my biggest passion when it comes to weddings and is something I love sharing information on to help you know how this all works. Not all venues are forthcoming with information and you can be left feeling unsure of, you know, how things are going to go. So if you know, you can be all over it yourself and that's just going to make you feel so much better. So that is it for today. Make sure you come back next week for episode 93 where I talk about what information you need to give the venue in that final week or the final appointment because, you know, that's some information they, they just don't know unless you tell them. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organised while planning the wedding of your dreams. <laughs>